On today's show, how to get your first 1,000 plays on Spotify. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. That's you lot out there. Thanks for listening to this on the podcast, watching it on the YouTubes or the Facebook. Like, subscribe, Smash ring that, that subscribe bell, button. tell your friends. Ask that's, questions, give us a reason to keep doing that this. That sort of thing. Now then, Greg, today's episode was supposed to be a, an interview special. However, our interviewees have blown us off. Not like that. They've gone to a gig. They, but... Well, yes, they're, they're playing a gig tonight, so that's good for them. Yes. You know, or, or they're rehearsing because they're, they're playing a gig. Well, anyway. But you've we're, managed we're to pull something out of the bag. Pull something which out I of the bag. Which I think quite come, a lot of our listeners and viewers might be interested in. Come up with a an episode topic at a, at a fairly short notice. And it's how to get your first 1,000 plays Bit of a benchmark. on Spotify. Because... Uh, I'm sure a lot of people out there are familiar with having maybe their top five songs on Spotify. Yes. And several of them have that chevron. Is it a chevron? Is it, yes. It's, it's been that long since I did my maths. That sort of triangular triangular thing, which like, means less than 1,000 plays. It's almost like a badge of dishonour. It's, it's like having to walk in front uh, is, uh, with a bell saying, shame, It is a shame. bit like, how badly did I not market my song? Yes. So and so, so it, imagine us putting the blue emergency light on, driving around to your house and giving you uh, four tips to try and get you up to that 1,000 mark, just so you're not less than 1,000. So it's a bit like that Martin person who does all the financial advisory and how to get better at stuff. We're going to help you with your figures. Martin Lewis. That's it. That, that, that was very good. That was almost partridge partridge-esque. <laughs> you, you're getting well at this. Yeah. Have, have another cup of tea before you come on next yeah, week. It's, You'll be buzzing. It's the coffee. Although right. I do have cans of Monster, or I'm a bit scared oh, to yes. try one. Anyway, so we're going to get straight into this. Okay, and, let's do uh, this. So let's see how good you can pull something out of the bag. So number one. Hustle your socials. Hustle your socials. This, now that, can you be clear on this? Yes. Don't. So you need basically to get savvy and to start plugging away. Us musicians, we, we're not generally, we don't like it being sort of all pluggy and salesy and please listen to this and please listen to this. However, you know, there has to come a time where you're going to have to knuckle down and maybe do a little bit more coercion than you normally would. First off, let's go for the easy, low-hanging fruit in the link in all your social media bios, where yep. it might normally point to your sort of website or whatever. Yep. Change the URL in there to the Spotify URL okay. to that particular track. That's a nice, easy win. Um, should you do this subtly or should you ask people to go listen to it? I, no, ask people. It's, it's like, you know, latest really? track. Yeah, yeah, latest track. Um, it sounds a bit X, desperate XYZ. Well, desperate time to call for desperate measure. No, I think it's fairly standard practice for people to put the link in the bios of what is the most important thing to them at this moment in time. And if you want to get that 1,000 plays, then yeah, directing people. This is it. These, these plays aren't going to happen by magic. Right, so, yeah, so changing the URLs, um, plugging and linking to that particular track on your Instagram stories is okay. good. People can click the link yep. on an Instagram story and be taken to Spotify from there. So that's another good one. Uh, if you're um, Instagram in actual normal um, 
grams, if you, if you, if you call them thus. Yep. Uh, the, the, the whole problem there is you don't get the ability to put a link in. So uh, Twitter is always good for sending people elsewhere. But the thing about a tweet is it can have a very short half-life. Right. So in other words, if you follow many, many thousands of people, the, the chances of if you just tweet about something once, the other person actually seeing it is going to be it, it can be quite minimal so you've got to get into a habit of tweeting and then tweeting again and maybe and tweeting tweet at again. different times of day so so for pretty much for anything that i do if i post something uh, uh tweet something at tea time of an evening i will retweet it the morning after to try and get like a different sort of set of people it may, okay. be, may be worth doing yet another tweet maybe it's sort of midday to catch your midday sort of audience sure. And again, anything, that, so I'd do that maybe at the start of the week and then maybe you need to do again something in the middle of the week and the end of the week. So don't be afraid, you know, as long as you can you maybe change the You can't over-tweet. A lot of the time, yes. Okay, yes. one question I, I should have asked right at the beginning. Carry on. All the things that we're doing, that, that you're going to, we're suggesting here, yes. is this in addition to your marketing campaign that yes. you would have done prior to releasing the single? Now, what I'm working on the basis of the, the if it's got less than a thousand plays, you probably haven't done any marketing in the first. And I'm not going to tell you all. You know, these things happen. Life can get in the way. Because if you've had a specific marketing plan in place before, during and after you, you release it, then you should be getting somewhere, you know, over yeah. and above a thousand plays. So so this is, like I say, remember the emergency light, Greg? Yep. Right, so this, this is an emergency because right. you haven't done it. Because you haven't done the yes. previous stuff. Okay, right. So moving swiftly on to number two. Yes. Create some playlists. So rather than just necessarily singularly plugging your song, we're going to be a little bit surreptitious and take that particular track yep. and place it within a couple of different types of playlists. So the first one could just be your... Are you suggesting that the, the band or artist creates a playlist that might contain songs that are similar to their song or just songs that are of interest to Let them? Let me finish. Sorry. Let me finish. Right, so first one could be either your favourite or your bestest or the fans' favourites, maybe top five or top ten tracks of yours. And right. so like number one could be that song right at the beginning. Okay. And you so could, it's a bit like a mixtape, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that, so that's one. So like that, you know, that's your top ten. If you think about the genre of music that that particular song is, could be rock, country, jazz, then you could do a playlist of that particular genre and the track goes in there. You okay. could, whatever mood the um, track conjures. You know, is it happy song? Is it an angsty song? Melancholic. Is me melancholic. So that you could do a mood playlist and somewhere stick it in there. You could do a local band's music playlist. Are you suggesting oh, that I'm a not, band... I'm not, going, I'm not going around promoting other <laughs> bands. Promoting other local bands. Oh, that'll never yeah. catch on. So... So, so rather than again being blunt and saying, "Oh, just listen to my track," you could, you could maybe. It it's a bit. It's a bit more inviting, isn't it? Did you hear about this um, fairly recently? Um, a doctor has been hiding um, broccoli in President Trump's mashed potato because he doesn't eat his vegetables. Nothing so this surprises is, me with that tangent. Your track thing. is broccoli within the mashed potato of a playlist. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> As they say, always eat your greens. Yeah. So, so, so you, you, you assemble that and then you share it. No, that's it. That's a good idea. It's, Thanks very it's much. almost like it's co it's coercive. Very coerce, yes. So very undercover. Right. So, moving swiftly on to number three, three. use 
Oh, they're not going to like this. Oh, paid services. Paid. So there are several services, if you stick your hands in your pocket, that can put that particular track or song of yours under the noses of other people. So uh, first one is Submit Hub. And what they do is you submit the track to them. You buy credits for that particular service and that credits will allow you to pay to bring it to the attention of uh, curators. So people who do uh, playlists, maybe people who write music blogs. Right. And the idea is they might not necessarily feature it on a playlist or write about it on a blog, but you know, you work on the basis that your song or track is pretty good and hopefully, you know, it will. And you're basically spending a bit of money to oil the wheels of commerce. There's okay. also another service called, which I've seen uh, more people recommend as well, uh, called Playlist City. And that is a massive, I think it's a 5,000 plus list of Spotify playlist curators. And you pay to become a member of this service. And right. then you search this basically what is a database and try and find curators who you think might be interested in your, in your, in your track. Now you've got to then go through the process of submitting it to that curator. But again, I mean, there's nothing to say that you couldn't necessarily independently do all this research yourself. But the idea is that if you're paying somebody for a service, the thing that you're paying for is something to save you some time. Yeah. Haven't you kind of got that with your own personal playlist curator, Steve Lamarck? Oh, you know, he, he, he has been known to play a few songs. But, but you know, again, <coughs> but again, I, if I've got um, sort of a direct relationship with a DJ, if you don't necessarily have that, then you use and you pay for the services of a radio plugger. Same sort of thing. Do you have any idea of the costing of that? Uh, I th not off the top of my head, no. Okay. One thing I've noticed, and I'm, well, I don't know. You Go might on. have known because you found oh, out. I could have done some research, but I'm literally have to do this in 24 hours. So in terms of, I've seen that you can pay for views or potential views or maybe plays via Fiverr. And and this, uh, but this is one. What I gather is that you are paying for them to put a post on their social media because they have X amount of followers. Would you would you say that's kind of something mm, similar, no. or would you say that's no? That's that is just. I mean, they're basically paying influencers to talk about it. Yeah, and, and that in itself is potentially not a bad thing. However. The idea is that you should be looking for the right influencer who right. has the right audience. Okay. So, you know, the, 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 I think micro-influencing on TikTok is a thing at the moment mm -hmm. and you can pay for maybe even not necessarily a large amount of money for young people on TikTok to sing to do a video with your site. Apparently some of them also charge a tremendous amount of money. But that that's one of the things. Okay. And again, if, 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 you think, if you know the type of audience that that particular influencer has, then that's fine. But if you're paying someone on Fiverr, then you, you've absolutely no idea, A, who they are, and B, who follows them on any, you know, if anybody follows them it's at a, all, they could just sit there refreshing it all day. Yeah, You could just take the kind of a, a robot finger, just pressing F5 and maybe doing other things as well, but we won't go into yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's best. So yeah. there you go, use paid services. I yep. know you're gonna have to suck it up and spend some money. Yeah, so uh, yeah, don't buy takeaways, um, invest it in your music career. Because it may invest in you. Oh, no, no, number, number four is involving the readies as well. I know, they're not gonna like us today, Shadow. Number four is run ads. Yes, paid traffic. So Instagram stories seems to be the place 
to advertise if you're trying to drive traffic to um, Spotify. The idea is that you use maybe video clips. So if you've got a promo video, your Instagram story ad will be formatted in a 9-16 ratio, which is just widescreen turned right. the other way around. So again, there'll be some sort of short 15-minute clip of your video embedded within a portrait sort of sort of template. Yep. Um, it, the thing about ads is it can be tricky and maybe costly to try and find the most cost-effective audience and be effective audience, as in people who will actually click it and go over to Spotify. The main problem with this sort of campaign is I've seen courses that say, oh yeah, I'll teach you how to do this. And there are some artists that will get it, uh, get it for, for as low as two cents a click. So in other words, it costs two cents for somebody to click to go over to Spotify. When you actually drill down and see a lot of people's real world examples, it invariably never gets that low. And it, I was watching a video with someone this morning and a particular musician was saying that she's never got as low as like maybe 10 or 12 cents a click. And if you think about it, if it's costing you 12 cents to drive someone to Spotify who will listen to your track and you will get paid one tenth of a cent back in royalty if they click play For in the first For more than 30 place. seconds. Yes. That's so it's quite yeah, expensive, it's, it's um, what's the, the word? It's not particularly perhaps the most cost-effective thing in the world, but you could invest you know, a small amount of money and see if it works, if it has any um, benefits. The only thing with that is that maybe you would use that, that example to raise your brand awareness rather than raise the awareness of just one song, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it, it could well be. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing that these particular courses say is that these you can't necessarily expect just to spend maybe a couple of hundred pounds dollars and get like an instant sort of result this is almost like a long-term thing yeah and apparently th this artist who it, it, it has gained a, a massive following using the, this particular strategy they spend like five dollars a day every single day that's that's so a, a so so it's it's a large budget but, but in the grand scheme a, of things, that's not that actually that expensive, though, is a, it? I, I suppose not. If, if he thinks about himself as a business, this particular artist, which it is, in terms of advertising costs, five, what's 30 times five, is it $150 50. a month? And, you know, most businesses would spend, even a small business would probably spend more than $150 a month on marketing and advertising. So, again, you've got to try and, you know, yeah, com compare yourself to... I think any other sort of business. You've got a lot of people who are probably guilty of having everything for free. I, so I wonder how much an advert would have cost in the yellow pages all those years ago. I can remember actually doing stuff like a 30 second TV commercial uh, at a really, really rubbish time of the day was still started at like £9,000 mm. or something. And you're just kind of going. For thir yeah, for 30 seconds. For 30. For, <clears throat> I don't know how many viewings that was, but yeah, so $5 a day compared to that is. is quite a bit more yeah. reasonable. So those were like four, so that's, those were four examples. Done. If it's an emergency and you don't really get around to doing your marketing in the first place, that sort of stuff you can action sort of right now to try and readdress your, uh, your, your lack of- The uh, Chevron. The, yes. So, uh, it's, but there are things that you can do almost like, right. So that was, that was one particular single. Here, here comes your next sort of single, that's in your field of vision, that's going to be maybe a few weeks or a few months. How about potentially 
starting now and trying to fix things and do these next couple of items for so the that next one for the next one so uh, what's this, number five then, number right? five are you gonna have to tell me this because i don't right. know know what it means <coughs> excuse me ask for pre-saves so if you've got a single that's coming out yep so in other words, you've submitted it to the aggregator and you've got maybe like a window of about three or four weeks before it's actually released. So in other words, you submit it. They are, do seem to be moving quite quickly now. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the idea is that if you give yourself a window whereby <coughs> maybe say sort of three weeks before sort of submission and then Spotify has it within their sort of system, uh, there are services that can make people pre-save that particular release. So they will definitely get it in the... Uh, it's not music, not New Music Friday. What's what's the what's the Friday um, playlist called? Anyway, they'll get it upon the day of the release. Okay. They'll, be, they'll be notified about that. So um, some distributors will give you that for free. So somebody like DistroKid, they provide that particular service for free. Other people okay. will um, they will charge you a you know a modest amount of money and provide a similar sort of service so that you can you can you can pre-save so that you will definitely get it through Spotify on the day of the release. So pre-saves are all the rage these days. Okay, well now I know. Yes. Now you know, so that's obviously beneficial for everyone. And last one would Go be... Go on, number, number six, such, oh, I can't even speak. No worries. <laughs> yeah, submit to Spotify editorial playlists. Yes, we've mentioned this before, and you can go direct to Spotify and say, dear Mr. Spotify, can you please include me in your official Spotify playlists? And you just go through the uh, the necessary process. It's a couple of pages. You describe the particular track and what you know it, its moods and its instrumentation. Yeah, because we talked about this in an episode yep, a, few yep, yep. a few weeks back. And apparently, there's a one in ten chance of it actually happening. And that's as, not bad odds, as is I said it? before, that that's pretty good odds. You know, if you were to enter any sort of competition with a one in ten um, chance of winning, that's pretty damn good. It's but, better than the national lottery. But what that will also do is, if you do that, even if you don't get on the Spotify playlists, you've got a much better chance of it being included in all your followers' um, yeah. New Music Friday uh, playlists, just by doing that. So by so, doing that, you will you you will get that single uh, heard by more of your Spotify followers. Does that cost any money? Uh, that doesn't know. So a one, in ten, a one in 10 even chance of getting yourself some pretty good coverage, and it's gonna cost you out. I would have sung one in ten by UB40, but we're not officially licensed to do that. Yes, uh, we don't want it pulled from YouTube for no, yes. infringement. Because obviously, it will be such a sonic and accurate representation of the original single <laughs> that it would it would trigger the uh, uh, the fingerprinting algorithm, and the internet would go into meltdown. But you so, know, what you, you know, what you should never do, though, Greg. What? Are you going to tell me what I should never do? No, well, well not you specifically, but well, our, our audience. I was speaking on behalf. So you should of... never pay for streams from bots really? from phones but i can get are... an, i can get a million plays on spotify oh, you, you can't well for about you know for about five thousand dollars you're thinking what are you thinking about i'm just thinking of that there was a band that we saw locally that had yeah a million yeah and then less than a thousand on all their other tracks which but was a little bit confusing it was, it was a little bit odd and uh, what happened to them was that that music got deleted because did it i believe so yeah well it certainly lost its play count Who but what happens is if, if spotify spots any uh, you know any uh, funny business going on <laughs> shall we say let's let's re just refer to it as yeah. that then it'll just go whoa 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 you're, the bots here mate and it will it will just 
it will just whip it off. So, so at, at the very um, least, you'll get that play count removed. At the very worst, they will delete your music from Spotify and then you'll have to re-upload it and then you will lose all the play counts that you originally had. But there's so many people offering it. Yeah. But the thing as well is it ruins your algorithm. The, the whole idea is that algorithmically Spotify is trying to seed your music to people who would hopefully like the type of music that you make. I mean, for me, because I use Spotify a lot, a lot of the time when I'd listen to it algorithmically generated playlists, yeah. I'm going, oh, this is really good. This, I've no idea who, who these are. Yeah. And if, if your music is listened to by a load of bots in, in South Korea, then all it's going to do is it's going to feed it out to other bots. And if you're trying to attract a real fan base full of real people and get them to shows and, and get them to buy merchandise and uh, whatever else you're offering, all you're going to be doing is uh, you know, attracting the attention of, of, of mobile phones in, in Thailand, which isn't going to help your music career. It's, they're certainly not going to be buying tickets for your local gig, are they? Exactly. So don't... Um, use those those naughty services, the ones that you get streams from bots. Because it's a false economy. It is very much a false economy. So you've got a bit street here because you've decided to say it's either work stroke hustle or money. The, the more I think about music marketing, the more it can be summed up and expressed in the sentence that whatever you're doing, it either involves you, the individual out there, doing a lot of work and spending a lot of time hustling and you know getting your yep. stuff out there or you're paying for someone else to, to do that so you can do do lots of stuff yourself for free and it will just take you time time or you pay someone else for the privilege costing you money but freeing up your time to do other things and so, I, th I think that's perfectly expressed by the the four things that we've uh, so our six so it's <laughs> Four or six, yes. who knows? So, in summary, in summary Mr. Sheldon, yes. if you're looking to increase the streams of one of your tracks, here are four different things you can try. Do you want to start? Yes, okay, so number one is work your social media channels. Uh, the easy thing to do is change all the links in your bios to point to the track that you want people to listen to, and then be prepared to keep plugging away on your socials to send people to listen. So number two, place the track into a different themed but appropriate playlists based upon genre or mood and share those on your socials. Number three would be place. Uh, oh, no. Oh, that was rubbish, wasn't it? No, never mind, never so mind. Well. We were doing so well. Number three is use paid services. I've not got my glasses on. Use paid services that will submit the track to playlisters and bloggers to give it wider exposure. You can also pay to use services that give you playlisters' contact details so that you can do it yourself. And finally, number four, use social media ads such as Instagram story ads, to drive traffic to that song. So there's your four main items of business, the four things you can do to try and get that all-important first 1,000 plays on that Spotify track of yours. So do you, the viewer and the listener, have any other things that you'd like to share with us? Have you got any other tips or tricks or techniques that we haven't mentioned? Have you had any success using uh, the services mentioned? Playlist Cities Submit Hub. Have Let you, us know. Have you got any horror stories of bots? Oh, yes. Have you have you done the, the, the terrible thing in, in terms of trying to get computers to listen to your music and how did that affect? Do you know that I finally found this out this week? In 1961, Max, somebody or other, I'm not very informative here, taught an IBM computer to sing. 
did he now? Yeah, back in 1961. But anyway, smash that subscribe button, like what we do, support the channel, tell your friends and your pets and your family. And we will see you on the next 30 Minute Music Marketing. Okay, take care. See you now. Bye. Ta-da!